0: Welcome to Saturday Night Live. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Olivia. You can call me Liv, you can call me Olivia, whatever works for you. And happy Saturday. I hope you've had a great weekend, a good week. I honestly had the longest week of my life. I don't know. My boyfriend said the same thing. He was like, why is this week? And just like this day in general, this is Friday, by the way. Like, why has it been the longest day of my life? So this week, I had to, like, stay at my nanny job and, like, stay over for three nights. And basically, I was, like, the mom for this child. Like, I had to put her to bed every night, like, feed her every meal, pick her up from school, dress her, bathe her. I mean, I didn't literally bathe her. It was just, like, a lot, and I'm really tired, and I had to watch the dog. And I don't know how moms do it. I feel like there are, I know there are girls that are my age or younger that are moms – and I just I mean how how do you I barely do anything and I still was exhausted also shout out to me I have I walked so much today I let me see hold on pause for a second I did seven point three miles today not including my workout where I ran two miles like okay I am very proud of myself. I'm also exhausted and super cranky and bloated because I ate Chipotle and I love it in the moment and hate it so much for hours and hours after. And basically this whole last week or two I've been super bloated, super cranky like just feeling really fat and overweight and ugly and nasty and greasy and I'm breaking out and like just a lot of negative self-talk happening and a lot of like bad things happening with my body lately. So On Monday, two of Mike's friends, who are also my friends, (laughs) are starting Whole30. They started it this past week, but I'm thinking of starting it. Let me know if you guys have done the Whole30. But it's almost an elimination diet, which I didn't realize. I just thought the Whole30 was a specific kind of diet. Um, But it is an elimination diet that you slowly add food groups back in and see how your body reacts, which is really interesting because I – Well, my mom is super allergic to a lot of different foods and I'm afraid I got the gene from her and I'm really nervous about it. But basically when I eat gluten, I flare up a lot of carbs in general. Like I don't even get rice in my Chipotle bowl because that would make me bloated, which is so crazy. But I I do eat gluten-free bread and usually feel okay. I'll only have one or two pieces, but I. Oh, by the way, the gluten-free bread from Trader Joe's is bomb, and it's affordable because I just feel like gluten-free bread from Whole Foods or whatever—it's it's it's always extreme. It's just you think that it's super healthy and whatever, but it's not even any healthier for you. And the Trader Joe's one is like—I'm pretty sure—almost just as cheap as regular bread. So if you want to try the gluten-free bread, it tastes just like regular bread, and it's made from rice, I believe. But that one is usually fine for me, but like I can't get rice from Chipotle. Um, What else? Oh, I can't eat broccoli or cauliflower anymore. I mean, I still will eat things like I'm going to go to a pizza festival tomorrow. And of course, I'm going to eat pizza, even though my stomach's absolutely 100% going to hurt and I'm 100% going to be bloated and like having diarrhea after. (laughs) It's just like a fact. (laughs) I also didn't come into this podcast expecting it to be like a food related podcast, but here we go. Um, I'm trying to think what else. So, oh, you know what? I did take this quiz online and it was for this dietitian. I forget what, or a nutritionist. I forget what his name is. Oh, Dr. Golia. And he has a meal plan app called G plans that you can pay per month. And you take this quiz and they tell you what there's different kinds of like body types, I guess, and what different body types run off of like, fuel energy food wise so I never knew but my body is protein and fat efficient not carb efficient I believe so my body does not produce as much energy and like efficiency I guess from carbs as it does from proteins and fats which is so true when I think about how my body reacts to carbs like I could not live a day off of carbs and I see these vegans on YouTube and online these bloggers that are all going vegan to be super healthy and whatever. And I totally, totally get it. But I don't think I could live off of just carbs because I can't eat bread and I can't eat. You know what I mean? Like, I would love to know if any of you are listening that are gluten-free and vegan. Is it possible? Because that just seems so extreme and so difficult to me. I can't even imagine because what do you eat? Like, I literally, you eat fruits and vegetables and I guess rice and like beans, but I can't eat beans or rice. Like I literally would just be eating fruits and vegetables. I'm pretty sure unless I'm like forgetting a food group. (laughs) Um, but yeah, so I mainly eat at the moment proteins, fruits, and vegetables. And I try to eat as little carbs as possible, but I have the worst sweet (laughs) tooth, the worst sweet (laughs) tooth, the worst sweet tooth of my life or of anyone's life in the world. It's just like, ridiculous and I can binge on sugar and the worst part of it is that I had the worst breakout this past week I have like a zit beard on my face a literal when I take my makeup off I almost want to cry because it's literally like a beard on my face of zits and it's so sad and so annoying but I think it's because I bought the chocolate peanut butter cups from Trader Joe's the dark chocolate ones oh my god they're literally so good and if you put them in the freezer oh they're they're amazing. I literally can't even describe. You should definitely go get them. But once I bought those this week, I bought Little Trader Joe's like raspberry and vanilla popsicles. By the way, those were so amazing too and gluten-free. Oh, obviously a lot of desserts gluten-free. Um and then I bought oh, I bought the chocolate hummus from Trader Joe's which my roommate recommended and it's so good. Like all those desserts were amazing, but I definitely got like one too many desserts. I usually let myself get one or two snacks, not three. So that was a lot. So then I wanted like one mini popsicle, two um, peanut butter cups, one spoonful of chocolate hummus. And like it was sugar overload. And I just have the worst breakout. And my stomach hurts because I ate Chipotle, even though I didn't even get rice. And my cheeks are bloated. (sighs) So anyway, I think I'm going to try the Whole30 because it's basically what my body's efficient on. It's You eat proteins, fats. And fruits and vegetables, which is like awesome because that's what my body's really good on. So some of the stuff that I oh, but one thing that the whole 30 cuts out is soy, which I've never cut out before. and I'm wondering if that could be great for me to cut out soy because I actually typically eat soy on like a weekly basis. I make well currently I'm making like this Thai peanut sauce that's really good. I'll give you guys the, I'll give you guys the recipe if you ever want it, but I actually make it with almond butter. And all the ingredients are from Trader Joe's, super, super cheap and easy. And I throw it all into my Nutribullet, blend it up, and then I have like a few days worth of peanut sauce. And then I do like little Thai lettuce wraps. I get pre made chicken from Trader Joe's, they're literally the easiest wraps in the world. It's like a five minute meal, and it's completely gluten free. It's like protein and vegetables, and it's so filling, but a main ingredient in the peanut sauce that I make is soy sauce, literally soy, so I'm wondering if this could be really good for me, so it's going to force me to cut out gluten, cut out soy, and then dun-dun-dun, you have to cut out sugar in the Whole32, which I am so nervous about cutting out sugar because how do you even go about that? I don't know. I have the worst sweet tooth, like I will be stuffed to the rim like just now I ate my whole entire bowl of Chipotle I got a salad the whole thing it was very very failing felt like I was going to pop my pants and explode and yet I still needed to eat a few spoonfuls of chocolate hummus afterward because I have to have something sweet at the end of my meal and I don't know what's wrong with me but I think it's a mental thing like I've convinced myself at this point that I have to have dessert so I don't know let me know what you guys think if any of you have cut out sugar i know it will be so good for me in terms of bloating and how i've been feeling and i get really bad gas and like bathroom issues cmi <laughs> <laughs> but i'm i'm excited i've basically been balling out this week because i haven't been home i've been staying over at the family that i nanny for helping them out and I, you know, when you're out of town or not at your own home, you're, like, not cooking like you normally do, and you're eating out a lot, and you're snacking, which is what I've been doing, so I just feel extra shitty right now, and then I just had Chipotle, and tomorrow I'm eating pizza and drinks, so, (sighs) I'm letting, oh, and Mike and I are going to brunch on Sunday, too, and, like, balling out um, at brunch, so. I'm letting this be my last hurrah. And then for the rest of the month, I really, really want to try Whole30 cutting sugar. I think I can do it. I know I can do it. And the best part is you can still have fruit because that's going to be my healthy sugar are you allowed to say healthy sugar like is because I know that there are so many controversial things about fruit now which is so crazy like I feel like I like people are making me feel guilty for eating a blueberry at this point because they're like oh sugar you know and it's just like "Mm, I, I mean I feel like it's fine if it came from the dirt it's grown from the earth. I feel like I'm okay with eating it, but I don't know. I don't know. Let me know your thoughts. Um, one thing I did do, I did keto a while back. I never did a podcast on it because I think I did keto back before I actually started doing this podcast, like over a year ago. So, uh, but I lost so much weight. I was not bloated. My stomach was flat. Like I'm telling you, I looked so good. My breakout stopped and it was basically the same thing as whole 30, but they, it, they don't brand it as keto um, because I think they, the only difference is that they completely cut any kind of sugar in Whole30 and then Whole30, I think, lets you eat any kind of fruit. But keto, you can om- you are not supposed to eat any fruit, but if you're going to eat fruit, it can only be berries because berries are the lowest carb fruit. And then in keto, you can have erythritol, which is like a fake sugar. And one time I had too much erythritol and I literally, it was burning my insides. And I was like, well, this can't be good for you. So I stopped eating erythritol. But it's like kind of similar to Splenda, I guess. But I don't think Splenda is exactly erythritol. I don't know. I really don't know what I'm talking about, honestly. (laughs) But anyway, I'm going to try that next week and then maybe... A week from today, I will update you guys on how I'm feeling after one week of doing Whole30. I think that could be a great podcast. So we're going to do that for sure. So that was kind of my little rant about food and bloating. Do you guys struggle with that? Let me know if you want to send me a DM at Saturday Night Olivia. I would love to hear your thoughts on bloating and diarrhea. (laughs) I can't imagine any of you are going to reach out to me about that. (laughs) But if you do, send me a DM. Anyway, the other thing that I wanted to talk about, which is completely, well, semi-unrelated, but since I've been breaking out, I've gotten really into my skincare and makeup lately because I've been trying anything I can do under the sun to cure this breakout, and I've just realized that it's an internal thing, and so I've been watching a lot of YouTube videos, and this one YouTube video said that a lot of breakouts that happen around the mouth and chin are hormonal, and it's speaking more to what's happening inside of your body and not on the surface of your skin, which I thought was really interesting because I pack on these products onto my face that are hundreds and hundreds of dollars, freaking Tatcha, I've bought their whole company by now, and it's just not being as effective, I guess, as I want it to be for the amount of money that I'm spending on my skincare. So at this point, I think I need to see a dermatologist because I have massive zits like and they spread and there's little tiny ones and every single morning I have zits to pop and I know you're not supposed to pop them but I cannot help it you guys like are you guys like this but I'm just the worst picker in America like I pick and then they it spreads and then I pick again and it spreads and I pick and I pick and I like to pick up my boyfriend like anyone that I can pick their like literally anything their ears their zits their back ooh, like a sunburn I just love to pick at everything so it's really not good because I think part of my breakout is due to the fact that I pick and the bacteria spreads even though I am so OCD about do you guys do this like I'm OCD to the point now where if I pop a zit I immediately go and wash my fingers first and then I wash with salicylic acid like the spot that I had just popped I don't but it, apparently it's not that effective or doesn't work because I'm breaking out even worse so I currently use the Mario Badescu Acne Facial Cleanser What used to work really well for me to clear breakouts hasn't worked this week. This is why I'm convinced it's sugar or a hormonal imbalance because that's just what I'm convinced of. And then I use a Tatcha essence and I use the Tatcha vitamin C serum. And for a while, those two products combined cleared up my skin. I mean, don't get me wrong. They're over $200 together. Like, are you? Is that insane? Yeah. Yes, it's insane. But worth it for clear skin? Of course. Like for me... I would probably be willing to spend like $500 a month to have clear skin. Is that insane? Okay, that might have been a very bold statement. I don't know. I can't afford $500 a month on skincare probably. Just budget-wise, I feel like that's not the smartest thing to do. But honestly, sometimes I just feel like I would give my life savings to have clear skin. I I really think that sometimes, and that's how desperado I get, but luckily, I am also really into makeup, so when I can't clear the breakouts, I get into my makeup, and lately, I've been wearing the Estee Lauder Double Wear Foundation because it is literally the thickest and strongest foundation I can find on the market, but I have a very unusual skin type. Is this even exciting to you guys? I feel like I'm so boring right now, but I'm just you know what? I think, I feel like I'm going to title this episode, like dealing with my body issues because we're talking about my bloating and my diarrhea and my acne and my skincare and my makeup. So, you know, it's just like, it's a lot of like superficial issues right now, but you got to do what you got to do. I I keep saying that I want a glow up. Oh, sorry. There's a train. I keep saying that I want to glow up. Like I just want to chop my hair off, dye it blonde, Like get a a rocking body, like get a six pack, get some toned legs. Like I am down for that and I don't even want to be skinny. I just don't want to be bloated and I don't want to be like, feel like chubby. Like when I run, I don't want to feel things jiggle. Like, is that, is that too much to ask? (laughs) I feel like it's not, (laughs) um, Anyways, what was I even saying? Oh, so I use the Estee Lauder Double Wear Foundation and I am very strange and I have a very unique skin combo because I have acne, but I have dry skin. So a lot of acne products are tailored to people with oily skin. I feel like I've talked about this before potentially, but um not a lot of acne products are tailored to people with dry skin because it's super rare to have dry skin and acne. Because most people who have oily skin have acne because their glands are like overproducing oils, which in turn produces acne. But I don't really understand completely why my dry skin would be breaking out. But do you know what the craziest thing is that I do notice sometimes when I put like a really good moisturizer on my acne, a lot of it will clear up by the morning. And I wonder if it's my skin just talking to me. Like moisturize me (laughs) we're thirsty so in my skin i will say soaks up moisturizer like no other like i could put five layers of moisturizer on and it soaks it up and is like dry to the touch it's so crazy um but i i think it just isn't an omen to like or a sign that i need to drink more water moisturize my skin figure out my hormone imbalances like there's a lot that needs to be done Anyway, blah, blah, blah. I think I'm going to try a new foundation because my Estee Lauder Double Wear has been, like, cracking all over my face and looking patchy on my zits. And I'm not about that life. So, I think I I usually switch, depending on the season, I switch between the Estee Lauder Double Wear and Desert Beige. Uh, and then if that one's not working for me in, like, the drier months. Oh, sorry. I've got a hiccup. <laughs> Oh my god, I hate you, Chipotle. Never sponsor me. (laughs) Because I would feel like this every day of my life. Um, The other foundation that I love is the It Cosmetics CC Cream. And I feel like people stray away from CC creams with like air quotes around them. But this CC cream is super full coverage and looks like your real skin which i think is so important with a foundation and not a lot of foundations are like that and i think the it cosmetic cc cream is a super underrated foundation because of the fact that it looks like your natural skin they don't have many color selections and yet they really like match a lot of people from what i've noticed and i don't know just props to them i feel like it looks really good so i haven't used it in like six months probably to a year so I'm going to give that another try and I will also give you guys an update in a week. So maybe in one week, I'm going to have a full glow up. I will lose the bloat. My acne will be gone. I'll have new foundation. I'm going makeup shopping tomorrow. I was so sad about myself and like crying at my boyfriend and he was like, I'll take you shopping tomorrow. Maybe that'll make you feel better, which is so terrible because I feel like solving your problems with retail therapy is like the worst thing you could possibly do for your sanity. <laughs> it's like adding fuel to the fire, but I I know I'll be happier if I buy some new makeup and just like feel cute at least in my face. So we're gonna do that. And what else am I planning on buying? We're going to Ulta, which I feel like I usually prefer Sephora, but I don't have the option to go to sephora at the mall that's near my boyfriend so we're going to ulta but the thing i do like about ulta is they have different brands sometimes than sephora so that's kind of nice but they don't do free samples like sephora which is really annoying like why wouldn't you do free samples but anyway oh another thing that i'm gonna get i don't know if they carry this brand that's at ulta we'll see but the dior brow show it's uh, literally a brow gel that you just put on your eyebrows and it fills them in as if you had like a perfect pencil and I swear every time I use the Dior Brow Show eyebrow gel my friend Emily texts me and she was like oh my god that picture of you your eyebrows are so on fleek like what did you use like why do they look so good or different and every single time she says that it's the the one product that i've used so go get the dior brow show brow gel it's way overpriced like absolutely 100 overpriced i will just admit that now but it lasted me for over like i'd say over eight months i used that thing and now i still have it because i haven't thrown do you guys have trouble with that too like i haven't thrown the bottle away i just keep the empty bottle of brow gel in my makeup bag hoping that i will replace it because i'm afraid if i throw the bottle away Then I'll forget to buy another one. But then I also know that I can't afford to buy like a $40 brow gel. (laughs) I actually forget how much it costs, but it was something around there like ridiculous for a brow gel. Anyway, oh my God, I just talked way too much about random things. But, you know, I think it was good to have a little bit of a rant about not even body well, yeah, body image issues. I guess I didn't touch on that a lot, but I guess it's more of my digestive issues and then how that's affecting my skin and my hair even. Oh, by the way, I gave myself a haircut and my friend freaked out. She was like, who cuts their own hair? You are crazy. It's not even like it looks terrible. Oh, she didn't really say it looked terrible, but like she was just like, you're crazy for cutting your own hair. And I agree like I am crazy and I just I get to the point where I'm scared to let someone else cut it. I don't know who to go to. I hate paying the price for getting a haircut because it's just like I have scissors why can't I freaking cut it so then I just did it one night I was feeling a little crazy I was sick of how I looked and so I just did a little snip snip chop chop and accidentally cut like five inches off of my hair (laughs) and then the problem was now I can see why hairdressers go scissor crazy because one side was a solid inch shorter than the other so then I had to cut an inch off that side but then that one went like a half an inch shorter so then that side had to go another half an inch shorter and before you know it it's like five inches shorter than I thought it would be so it used to come down to like my waist we're at the boobies now so I don't know I think it looks good and I was feeling myself after I chopped that stuff off a little snip snip I was like oh girl and I did a blunt cut I didn't do the little like the fancy where you trim upwards I wanted a blunt cut but the problem with my blunt cut is that like my scissors were so thick, but my hair's thicker. And it just you know when you put cut scissors down on something and it just doesn't go through, like you're just chopping and no cutting is actually happening? That's what happened with my hair. <laughs> so you know, some moments, some moments weren't perfect, but I feel like it's kind of cool to have an imperfect haircut. Like who wants to have perfectly even ends on their hair? <laughs> Everyone. <laughs> okay I'm gonna stop talking now it's literally 10 o'clock at night and I'm so delusional and tired and anyways thanks for listening to me rant about this stuff maybe I'll just call this like pre-glow-up episode one and then I'll do an episode like post-glow-up episode two and then I'll do like glow-up week three you know what I mean like I'll update you guys on my glow-up and I won't do full episodes about glow-ups anymore but I feel like it could be fun to do little glow-up episodes here and there hi Um, anyway, thank you guys for listening to the podcast. I'm going to shut up now. I will talk to you guys next week and update you on my life. Okay. Bye.